0: Welcome back. I'm Graham Richardson, just back past 12.20. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, Hockey Canada again in the news for all the wrong reasons. Finally, though, the president, the board have resigned after what can only be described as a, um, just a, a, about every, they broke every rule in the book in terms of communicating a message and in terms of trying to repair damage to the organization. They made it worse every time they appeared, the last appearance in front of Parliament was the worst by far. When you have the prime minister of the country suggesting that he can just start a new organization and replace it, and they just need to go, and they still didn't seem to get the message. They finally got the message over the weekend. Lisa Wallace covers the Ottawa Senators for Canadian Press. Uh, joins us on the line, Lisa. You're also a a hockey mom. I know of a high level player. Uh, sum this all up. Like, w- what goes through your mind when you think about this? Sordid few months, and this story that has essentially paralyzed Hockey Canada uh, for months, as the public just uh, doesn't know what to make of it.
1: You know, the one thing, and I and I I spoke to a couple people this weekend about it, is just you know it reinforces the importance of good journalism because had that story not been broken by mm-hmm. Rick Westhead. We still would, would be completely in the dark about the fund and the payments made out to, to victims. And so I think we're finally seeing a bit of a, a day of reckoning and the news today of, um, you know, the change at, at the head of the organization is welcome. And I don't think we're going to see, you know, it's going to take a long time to get, I think the right Changes made. Mm. And, you know, Bauer uh, Canada, who, you know, they withheld, they decided to pull their financial support, I think really, you know, made a good point and said, maybe it's time to blow it all up and start over. And Mm. I think now the fact that, you know, we've seen the changes that the board has stepped down and Scott Smith has resigned it's time to really bring in fresh voices and new perspectives that reflect Canada's culture and, and those who are playing the game from the grassroots level. And I think to me, I think that's what's kind of gotten a little bit lost with Hockey Canada is that we've become so focused on the competitive programs and high level and, right. you know, only those the world juniors and everything, right? But there's a ton of kids who are just playing for the pure joy and love of the sport. And that's what this organization needs to recognize.
0: Girls hockey is exploding how, how, right. in popularity. How exactly. Can, how can you, as a Hockey Canada organization, look at this situation in London and go in front of the public and say, nothing to see here, which is essentially what they did at the first uh, hearing in front of parliament after Rick's story broke. They yeah. they, they really tried to just, Let's just dig down deep and give 110% and move on here. Like, this is not, you know, very, very serious allegations, Uh, organization-shaking, sport-shaking accusations. Hello, gymnastics in the United States. And they just seem to kind of hockey it, is the way I termed it in the earlier segment, that we're hockey, we can just move on from this because we're hockey. Uh, No, you can't. No, you can't. Not in 2022.
1: Well, and I, I think as well, right, is parents, when they realize that the fees that they are paying were being used to, you know, as part of the fund to pay these lawsuits out, were just completely angered by this. I mean, I know for myself as a parent, when I heard that I, this year, even when I, you know, went to register my son and you have to, you have to pay that registration fee, and I was like, I don't even want to do this now, knowing the history behind it. And I think, you know, it's that arrogance almost that Hockey Canada had of thinking, well, we're not—we're Canada's national sport, we're everyone's favorite sport. We can do whatever we want without consequence. Yeah. And now there's been a reckoning, and I think people are are willing to to be a little louder and say, no, no, that's not acceptable anymore.
0: Yeah. I don't want to get too graphic here and I don't want to make the listeners uncomfortable, but you've been around pro hockey a long time. You've been around high-level hockey. And there is this thing where boys will be boys, you know, this attitude. Um, Many of them are soon to be millionaires in this junior case. And NHL players, I look at the Cole situation with the Tampa Bay Lightning, you know, there is this feeling like they are going to behave in this way on the road sometimes. There's going to be drinking in some cases. And this kind of thing has happened all along or for a long time. Yeah. That attitude, how much do you think permeated the organization to the top levels of Hockey Canada in that if, in that these are these, the London group were were and are stars in the making and about to be stars, if not already stars. How much of that sort of protective sort of, this is what's always gone on, do you think permeated the organization at Hockey Canada?
1: So, to, to an outstanding level, right? And I think this is the thing is, it's, you wonder and you look back and you say, where along the way did it become acceptable to just sort of say, oh, boys will be boys. It's right. just part of it's just part of the sport. It's you know, it's accept- and I you know, I've covered from when I started out as a reporter twenty five years ago and I covered a lot of junior hockey. And, you know, I look back at some of the things that I saw and I experienced and everything. And there was that attitude permeated everything that it was like, oh, you know, just you just gotta let it go. This is the way hockey is you know, you got to have a bit of a tougher skin. Right. And, you know, and it's something that for me, as a parent to my own son, I have drilled into him the importance of respect and that you need to find that strength of character to stand up if you are in a bad situation or you're seeing the wrong thing. But it's that, you know, we have had generation after generation that have just you know, shared that message of, hey, I've got your back, don't worry, what happens on the road stays on the road, or, you know, and I think that's the thing is, you need to start and bring in people who firmly believe this is not acceptable, and it needs to change. And that's got to be even at your grassroots level, because I have seen it, even in, you know, minor hockey in the last few years, is that it's, it's whether it's coaches or volunteers who they're all hoping oh, I'm going to make it to that next level, right? It's, I want to make mm-hmm. it and I want to get to the pros. So they're willing sometimes to sacrifice their scruples just in the hope that you're going to, you're going to make it to that next level. And that's not right. Yeah. So I think you need a diversity of voices and it can't just be, and, you know, it used to be, Oh, what do you know? You didn't play at a high level or you don't have the background, well, you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I'm going to bring a new new set of eyes to this and bring fresh ideas to the table. So I think now you look and you have a blank slate, and you've got to get it right. Is it going to take time? I think so. I think people who are hoping that you're just going to be able, you know, to put in place new people and run new programs, no, this is something that if you're going to get it done right, you need to take the time, and you need to make the right investments and get – the right group of people at the table. And I think, you know, Bauer is willing to play a significant role from, you know, some of the comments that they have made and they're a heavy hitter. And to me, the fact that they were willing to pull their sponsorship because they didn't like the direction hockey Canada going in speaks volumes, but still recognized we're going to, we're going to still support girls and women's hockey because that needs that support. I think is fantastic. So, you know, I think this is a small small step in a long marathon in, in things changing at Hockey Canada.
0: And quickly, Lisa, I've only got about oh, 30 seconds. What about the players who were in that room in London? Because we have the Ian Cole situation accused on Twitter of something and he's removed from the team. If there are NHL players who are under criminal investigation again in London, how can they still be on the ice? I don't understand that. You know well, what I
1: mean? Well, and, right, and this is something I, I just, I spoke to a pretty well-connected coach this weekend, and he just said, how do these players look at themselves in the mirror? He goes, because chances are, he goes, they either have a sister or they have cousins, they have yeah. mothers, and you watched this happen, or you are aware of it, and you've done nothing.
0: Lisa Wallace, out of time. Thank you very much.